Welcome to the Cinema Rat, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent, narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, I wanted to do an epilogue on the Affleck versus Damon debate that May and I had yesterday, because as you might have noticed, if you listen to it, that it was a it was cut off. We do our our talks on Zoom, and, and Zoom cuts us off after a certain amount of time. And so uh, I apologize for that. It was an abrupt ending. But I, I wanted us to flesh it out because I, th- I think we spent too much time kind of going through plots of these movies, movies that you've honestly really already seen, instead of focusing on on kind of like the overall over, the overall work that they've done and so forth. So I wanted to do like a cleanup, so to speak, episode. So look. Damon, who who is more Oscars? Affleck, just because he got it for Argo for Best Picture. He didn't get it for directing. Who has more nominations? Damon. Damon. He got one for Invictus. He got one for The Martian and, and so forth. So on the nomination road, he's winning. They're just apples and oranges, guys. Look, you look at Damon. Damon could not be Batman. I don't think anyone could see that. Damon could be Robin. <laughs> Chris O'Donnell's Robin. He can't be Batman. He doesn't have the charisma. He doesn't have the height. He doesn't have the looks. He doesn't. So where May and I were talking about last time how Ben Affleck couldn't be Will Hunting. Ben Affleck could have pulled off the part in The Departed. Ben Affleck could have been Ripley. It would have been laughable. I think those are all true. I think it would have been interesting to see him be Tom Ripley, I don't think he could pull it off. And I don't certainly, I don't think he could have pulled off Will Hunting. So look, I think it's, they each have their strengths and weaknesses. And Affleck couldn't do certain things, but Damon couldn't have done certain things because Damon doesn't have leading man looks, leading man height, and leading man charisma. He is charismatic in his own way, I suppose, but when you revisit his his filmography, there's a couple of things you notice. As a whole, he is not charismatic in the same way that Clooney can bring you in, in the same way that Affleck can bring you in. So, of course, someone like Cruz, who's the king of charisma. He, it's not that he doesn't hold the, the attention of the viewer. He does. And he is, he is a good actor. But I don't think he is charismatic. And a lot of his characters... Are kind of the same. He he he's in a he's in a comfortable kind of Tom Hanksian world where most of his roles are the same. And even when he does put on an accent like in Last Duel, and I think he's great. In in Last Duel, he's almost the villain without being the villain. You know, he he kind of is. Like Adam Driver is ostensibly the villain in that movie, and you could say Ben Affleck's kind of his enabler in that. But Damon does a good job of not making that character character likable. He's not likable at all. So he can at times do the accents, but that's not his strength. And we've seen Affleck do the British accents in Last Duel and probably in Shakespeare in Love. In Shakespeare in Love and Last Duel, he's essentially doing the same role. He's essentially the same guy. And 
you see him in, in Shakespeare in Love, and it's just like now you know, oh, that's just Affleck. That's just Affleck kind of being Affleck with a British accent. Now, the other thing about Damon, Damon has no sexual chemistry with his co-stars. Now, May disagrees with me to a certain extent, but if you go through his movies, A, he's rarely ever paired up with a female. He rarely is. Now, you could say, I mean, let, let's go through his work. Does he have chemistry with Mini Driver? Eh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think they could have done a better job there. Of course, they were they were dating at the time of the movie. And I talked about it on the Goodwill Hunting Treatment. How he dumped her. She didn't find out until she was watching him on Oprah. And Oprah asked if he was single. I would say marginal. He has no chemistry with Gretchen Mull and Rounders. He isn't supposed to have chemistry in Ripley because he, he plays, uh, we'll use the term they used back then, a homosexual. Then you look at the Bourne movies. Um, who's the um, the female? Uh, Franca Potente, she, the run, Lola run lady. Eh, you know, marginal chemistry. Adjustment Bureau, no chemistry. The Martian, he doesn't have anybody in that. We Bought a Zoo, there's not meant to be chemistry in that. The Oceans movies, he plays kind of the buffoon. He's supposed to have that, you know, that, I guess the scene that where he emits sexual tension with Ellen Barkin when he's trying to seduce her. But in that role in Ocean's 13, he's even playing a fake character. And he needs the role, he needs the job of, of the pheromones to actually seduce her. So if you look through Damon's works, he he's almost Cruzian in that he's either not paired up with somebody or it's just not believable. Bagger Vance, you're with Charlize Theron, the most beautiful women at that time. No chemistry. He has no chemistry. Affleck has chemistry with women. Affleck, very, very attractive man, and he can create chemistry with the women in his movies. You can go to Armageddon, Liv Tyler. I think that's believable. Uh, you can look at uh, Joey Lauren Adams and Chasing Eamon. I think that's pretty believable. You can look at, I guess, I suppose the movies he did, Ajili. I mean, I, he's like, no one wants to rewatch Ajili. Pearl Harbor, Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Gone Girl. I think he's got great chemistry with Rosamund Pike. He can pull that off much better than Damon. Affleck. Affleck to me is today's Warren Beatty in that good looking has done movies, directed movies, because like uh, Warren Beatty directed Reds, for example. Got Academy Award nominations for Reds, but then lost in Reds. I think he lost the Chariots of Fire, if I remember correctly. So he has that directing. He's he's a good like good looking actor, leading man, tall, but not considered on the same level, I think, as as Redford or Newman of that generation. He was more known for just being good looking. God, I mean. Beatty was a Lothario and a lot of <laughs> some of that's coming out now. I think there was an accusation recently that he was uh, allegedly uh, betting underage, uh, an underage woman who came out recently and, and is trying to cause some trouble. But I mean, look, I mean, look at Roman Polanski. Look at that time. That time in the 60s and 70s was just a fundamentally different time. Not to justify what he did if he did do it. But Beatty was definitely, you know, a ladies man. He was banging a lot of his co-stars. And so Affleck to me is kind of like Warren Beatty in that they're attractive, leading men, handsome, but not considered to be like super great actors. Damon's earlier generation parallel is hard for me to kind of figure out because 
I, I mentioned to May that I, to me, maybe he's a little Hoffman in that intellectual, he can be a fast talker like in, in Goodwill Hunting, uh, but but you can see there's like thinking in his 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 mind, kind of like Hoffman. But I don't think the Hoffman analogy is that great because I do think Hoffman was not as handsome as Damon, and Damon, of course, is more masculine. You think of the Bourne movies. But there's a similarity, and I'm having problems. Maybe you can post it at the Facebook page on the Cinema Rally. Like, who do you think is the 60s, 70s, 80s version of Damon? Because I'm trying to have problems with that, that parallel. Now, in the end of that episode we did with May, Affleck versus Damon, I mentioned that I think if you look at nominations, Damon's got more. If you look at who takes more chances, Affleck takes more chances. Damon plays it safe, I think, and especially really in the last 20 years. And look, the, the Oceans movies, uh, May, May brought it up to me that that I was like, well, you know, Damon's movies have made more. And we looked it up. Damon has made 20 million more than Affleck in box office gross. I think some of that are Ocean's movies, and you really can't give him credit for bringing those people in. I think that's more Peyton Clooney, no offense. And then I think you can definitely give him credit for the Bourne movies because he's he's the, the solo on that. Then you look at Affleck. Affleck's gross, a lot of that is going to be the DC movies. Either you, you see the Justice League, which is more of an ensemble, but his standalone movies. But... I just think that Damon plays it straight and plays it boring. And I think that Damon, I think it's just simply more boring. Like, I, I don't know why he got a lot of praise for The Martian. On one level, I get it because he's carrying the movie, of course. But he's playing Matt Damon. Matt Damon. He's playing Matt Damon. He's playing Matt Damon in a lot of these movies. If you look at his seminal work, like Rounders, Mike is... You know Matt Damon. Um, if you take away Ripley, of course, it's different. But a, a lot of a lot of his movies are just kind of bland because he's kind of bland. Let's be real. If you take away some of his early work, he's kind of bland. Affleck at least is trying, and sometimes it doesn't work. You know, you might see in you could see it maybe in in movies like. Hollywood Land, you know, that was that was supposed to have some ambition and that didn't really work. Uh, of course, Jersey Girl is a complete stinker and that's his fault. That's not J-Lo's fault. That was just a complete stinker. But he does try. Like, he, I mean, how many men are going to be willing to be Batman? You know, he did take a chance there. And you look at The Accountant, you look at Triple Frontier, which we didn't mention. It's just a good movie. He does a good job in that movie. Kind of like the the skeptical guy who gets sucked back in uh, to doing a, a job, which doesn't end up with a good result. Uh, but then look, there's times where Affleck just plays Affleck. Like I, th I think Affleck in the, in um, in the way back is Affleck, right? Alf Affleck's an alcoholic, so he's just playing himself. So look, in closing, they're both talented actors. They're always going to be connected to each other because they're still friends, and of course their connection in Goodwill Hunting and winning the Academy Award there. And they're just apples and oranges. And if if I was them, well, this is two separate questions. Who would I rather be? I mentioned at the end of that one, I'd rather be Damon. But if you take away the alcoholism that he's always struggling with, and fortunately for me, I don't have addiction. So I, 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 I don't know what that's like, but I imagine it's horrific and it's horrific for anyone that you love, like Jennifer Garner uh, has been overall pretty good ex-wife 
regards to that. I would not want to be him because, you know, as far as I know, Damon doesn't have any addiction. So I would want the quieter family life that Damon has. But if you take away the addiction, part of me is like, I'd rather be Affleck and have Affleck's work because Affleck has the range of works that he's done. And also he has the directing skills that Damon so far has not shown to have. And let's be real. I mean, from a male perspective, Affleck has been with peak, I wouldn't say peak J-Lo. Peak J-Lo is probably P. Diddy time. But young J-Lo, he was with peak Garner, who I think is probably a good wife, good, good mom, and it was probably really good for him, and she just couldn't handle his addiction and gambling problems. And he was with Peak Paltrow. So just for those shallow points of view, it seems like uh, Damon's dating dating history isn't as exciting as Affleck's. So on one level, I'd rather be Affleck because Affleck's handsome. So if I had to like incorporate a soul, be jump into their body and be one, if you take away the alcoholism, I'd probably want to be Affleck because he's just better looking. He seems to have more fun in his movies he's an articulate guy i don't really like his politics but i'll you know i'm not going to hold that against him he's he's a pretty articulate fun guy and i mean with with anna de armas too who's who's gorgeous as well so on a lot of levels i'd rather just be affleck i'd rather be affleck no offense to damon in his domestic tranquil life uh, i'd rather be affleck if you take away the alcohol but since we can't take away the alcohol i'll i'll be domestic domesticated damon and go with that oh and shout out cameo his his take on entourage is pretty funny he's got a small cameo i think in 2009's entourage where he's always pushing fence to donate money it's pretty funny guys I'll post a comment. Who would you rather be, Affleck or Damon, over at the Cinema Rag Facebook page? Go check it out and vote. Until next time, take care. God bless and pray. Thanks for listening to the Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.